This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. And here we are asking ourselves... What the hell happened? What the hell happened to the Bears? Why this? Why that? Come on. Two weeks in a row now after the the Bears lost to Tampa Bay 27-17. After getting dominated by Green Bay the week before, it essentially happened again. And we're all trying to pick up the pieces in terms of... Why? <laughs> Why does it look like that? Why are we seeing no discernible differences from last year? Why hasn't Justin Fields improved? Why is the defense still bad? Why? Like, none of us, this was supposed to be this way. I guess I shouldn't be shocked that it's this way because sometimes expectations get out of hand, but there just wasn't it. You know, I'll go back to what I said yesterday. There was nothing redeeming from these these two weeks. I mean, even DJ Moore, he's DJ Moore supposed to get 100 yards. You know, that's nice to have a guy doing what he's supposed to do in week two, but I just can't find the things that I want to find in terms of spinning a positive light on what the Bears have done so far this year. So still nothing. Um, I was at Hal's Hall today. And one of the people that spoke was Darnell Mooney. And the Bears don't have identity anywhere on this team. Like, I, what's the identity on defense? What's the identity on offense? There's, there's a big nothing. I mean, there was identity last year. So far, nothing. And Mooney's about to get into that concept with me here. And I want you to listen closely because, the first of all, the question that I asked him was – does Justin Fields need to run more? Do the Bears need to resort to having Justin Fields' legs attempt to win games again? And Mooney took it in an interesting direction, as you'll hear right here. You can't really say all those things. I think last year you didn't really think he was doing that until we kind of changed things to make it fit for our offense within what we had. We're still kind of trying to figure out what we what we have, what's what we're good at, and um, like I, like I said last year, he was you didn't think he would just run the ball until probably like a couple weeks in the season where you're understanding like this works for us, so we're going to continue to do that. So we're, we're kind of tr- still trying to figure out what works for us, and um, I mean it's not it's not too soon, not too late, or whatever to figure those things out. Obviously, we don't want to be zero two. Being if we're two and zero, we're not really talking about like what works, and we're probably still trying to figure out what works, but we're still trying to figure those things out. Yeah, I mean, that to me, that's parallel with identity. They're trying to figure out what works. They don't know what works yet. What works? Nothing's working. We tried this. We tried that. None of it's working. Oh, man, it's so exasperating trying to figure. I mean, Bears have been trying to figure out 
how it works, what works on offense for the last century. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's you know, it's where they are right now. I'll try to try to keep this um, on task, but it is frustrating. And, and Mooney kind of spelled it out there. He's right. He's he's right. It's identity. Uh, Matt Eberflus, the Bears head coach, was asked what he thought of Justin Fields' performance after reviewing the tape at House Hall today. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, you know, again, it was uh, the consistency, right? I think he did a, really, a lot of good things, you know, in the game. You could see that. Uh, you could see his operations better uh, with with the offense. Uh, you can feel that. Um, but, again, we just, we're just searching for consistency. You know, to be able to, you know, create those explosive plays, uh, get the ball to uh, number two, get the ball to 10. You know, we thought 10 played better, you know, blocked the perimeter better, did a nice job with those things, um, you know, and made a nice touchdown catch, you know, there. So we were excited about that. Uh, but, yeah, just about consistency, about doing it right. The consistency, like, as, as you kind of indicated, really good with D.J. Moore early in the game on that first drive, and then we don't really see much from D.J. Moore until way later in the game on the touchdown drive to, to Claypool. So where, where does it go? Where does, what happens? Yeah, I would just say that you got to look at the plays. You know, you have to look at the plays. But uh, for sure, I know it's just about, you know, him getting the ball to the to the skill. You know, him getting the ball to the skill. You know, sometimes it might be the offensive line. Sometimes it might be the receivers. It might be one or two things here and there. But uh, we just got to get that consistency going. Yeah, that's – that's the big word. Sometimes I try to figure out when, what does consistency really mean? It means more big plays, Justin Fields. That's what we need. Yeah, that was great. The first drive, 33 yards to to uh, DJ Moore. Um, 31 yards to DJ Moore on that third and five, which was very impressive. I mean, that no, I mean, thumbs up on that drive. But the... Manding part about it is that like the very the second drive was a mess. Whatever that play was to Vales Jones Jr., Justin Fields gets sacked, and then another one he ran for no gain. That's after you dominate that first drive. And then we don't see anything like it again until late in the game on the Chase Claypool touchdown drive, which was nice. That was a nice pass. Like at that moment, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is actually one of the things that we were seeing in training camp, and that was early on at least, before Claypool was injured, saw a pretty decent connection between Justin Fields and Chase Claypool, and it seemed like they were really trying to make sure that that was going to work so we could see things like that. But clearly a case of too little, too late. One more from Matt Eberflus, and this one's a short one. And I guess it was important the way Matt Eberflus answered the question of how is morale in that locker room? Does it suck right now? No, there's, there's nothing there nothing there we we are we are steadfast we are straightforward and we are all in this together so it's coaches players and we are looking at a great wednesday practice and then looking into kansas city that's what we're looking at right that Matt Eberflu is saying you're not going to get me to say i've lost my team uh-uh my team's morale is high because he knows i mean any coach knows that is something that a coach can control and is 100 percent responsible for the morale of the team keep your heads up keep your chins up it's a heavy duty indictment on Matt Eberflus if he's to answer that question any other way if he's like oh yeah heads are hanging low probably feels like we've lost the team that's a good way to lose your job if you're Matt Eberflus so if he answered it the way he had 
to answer the game. And he was quick, quick with the no, that no, I haven't lost this team. And no, the morale isn't low. So I guess check that box, check that box um, for the flus. Last guy we're going to hear from today is Jack Sanborn, who I thought was as honest as any player that we have heard from in terms of the effect of what is, when you carry it over from last year, a 12-game losing streak. I mean, yeah, I think for me uh, it definitely does just because everyone's here to win and everybody here wants to win. And um, so, yeah, it definitely is tough. And, you know, just being here last year too, being a part of that, I think everyone kind of understands, everyone feels it, and I think nobody is more kind of disappointed in it than, you know, the guys that are going out there every Sunday and kind of putting their bodies on the line for it. And, um, yeah, I think everyone wants to win. I mean, the city deserves uh, – a winning team and um yeah and but I mean but we come in every day and you know that's our goal. Jim Johnson mentioned that the team needs to learn how to win, how to how to finish ultimately. Do you agree with that assessment? Um I mean I don't know exactly, you know, what he's talking about, you know, learning how to, but I mean I think just in those critical moments in either end of game, you know, on defense or like two minute drive, stuff like that. I mean just kinda uh, playing better kind of situational football, and because um, I mean NFL, most games each week are coming are come down to one score or a few plays here and there, and I think just in those critical moments, um, just being better. Yeah, that's for sure. And I can go down my list of of third down errors. I'll call them by by the Bears defense making Baker Mayfield just look like absolute gold. Um, against Tampa Bay. couple of notes that I know that you guys will be interested in. Darnell Mooney, who was pulled out of the game against Tampa Bay because of a, a knee, apparently a knee bruise that he was dealing with the week before against Green Bay. He re-aggravated it. He kind of like posed it to us today as just something annoying more than something that is of that's going to linger. He made it sound like. You know, he sounded confident that he'd be over it by Kansas City. And the fact that he was talking to us on the day after a Bears loss um, is a good sign that he's probably going to be okay. So, looks like Mooney's okay. Very positive vibe around Eddie Jackson's injury as well. You know, he he left that game with a foot injury. And Matt Eberflus said that he feels pretty good about Eddie Jackson. Nothing exact, and we won't know anything exact until Wednesday, but that that was really good to hear about both of those guys. And then one kind of interesting, something, you know, something mysterious going on with the Bears, and I hope for and wish for nothing but the best for Alan Williams has always been very nice to the Bears media, but it is still not clear whether or not defensive coordinator Alan Williams will return this week against Kansas City after missing the game against Tampa Bay for personal reasons. And Eberflus has not even guaranteed him play-calling duties again when he does return. He just kind of said, yeah, we'll cross that bridge. I asked Matt Eberflus if there was any update today, and he, he you know, politely said that there is no update. So... You know, wish the best for Alan Williams. I do hope it is uh, nothing that he can't deal with, but I am curious as to, to what specifically is going on, basically just because Matt Eberflus didn't guarantee play calling back. So it makes you wonder if something is is going on. But uh, 
I'm trying not to speculate <laughs> at, at this moment. So good luck to Alan Williams. Hope, hopefully he's, he's okay. Um, I do believe that that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the daily score. As always, we appreciate it. If you subscribe and like, and say neat things about it. We appreciate that. I know Ray Diaz, the executive producer of this show, appreciates it. And for Ray, I am Mark, and I hope you guys have a great day. Talk to you soon on The Daily Score.